Welcome to the Nerd Brand Podcast. In this episode, it's the bots, all the bots. So we are talking with Greg Musley from Simplify and Nick Shepard from Cinch IT, and it's the invasion of the ad bots. Like how every time that that ramps up, everybody in the room just starts doing the rock on <laughs> head head banging. <laughs> Sat up in my seat. It's a, little, it's a little early for me. Yeah, it'll wake you up. Yeah. Uh, so welcome to the Nerd Brand Podcast. So today we are with Greg Mosley from Simplify. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. So Simplify is a leader in programmatic advertising and agency management software, delivering integrated omni-channel workflow that helps media buying organizations perform more efficiently and effectively. I took that from your website. I'm glad that's clear. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, I mean, basically, you you see advertisements everywhere you go online. On your phone, your your laptop, your television. And the way those ads get there can be a thousand different ways. And and Simplify has a ton of first-party technology that makes us one of the leaders in the marketplace. So very excited to work for them. Yeah, yeah. And we're also here with Nick Shepard. Nick is an Army veteran who has been awarded a Bronze Star for combat operations in Iraq. And now Nick is the dark web spy for Cinch IT, as well as the regional account manager for the Louisville office. Hello, Nick. Good morning, everybody. Yep. See, this is like probably the most formal the show has been on an opener probably in a while. <laughs> when we do have an audience with Mitch and Michaela off to the side, and they're kind of laughing because they know like, yeah, this is really formal, Jason. What's wrong with you? Is it because we're wearing pants? I think, yeah, probably. Yeah, okay. probably, yeah, probably has a lot to do with that. Uh, anyways, Nick, tell us about Cinch and you. Yeah, so Cinch IT, we uh, we bring that enterprise level IT department to small to medium businesses here in the, in the Louisville area. A um, little bit about me: I have two kids, um, actually three kids. I have my oldest is 16, 12, and an eight year old. Hmm. All boys, so hmm. I'm lucky. This is like a vacation then. How does your wife feel? Sorry, Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go with uh, I Simplify is uh, it's a big company. Uh, you guys do a whole lot. I know you talked we about do. ads earlier. Uh, you want to go through like just briefly some of the offerings that sure. Simplify has? Yeah, so Simplify is actually uh, owned by Blackstone Media Group and uh, Investment Group and uh, based out of Fort Worth, Texas and we have some really interesting technology about lo- around location-based targeting, uh, specifically geofencing and addressable geofencing. So typically when you target online, cookies has been the modality. But with Simplify, we have essentially mapped devices down to a specific home or a specific building, which means advertisers can target based upon offline data, things like census, CRM, direct mail lists, and match about 95% of those postal records to the physical address. Um, that's kind of at the addressable household side. But on the B2B side, our geofencing solution has been a game changer because we're, you know, one of the most common use cases is uh, competitive conquesting. So going after your, your, your competitors, customers, just like it sounds. Um, but like we do it a lot for QSR and, and we're able to target, you know, customers that are going to KFC, that are going to McDonald's, that are going to Chick-fil-A, that are going to Subway and then uh, serve them ads on their devices, on their large screen televisions, and then track the actual visits to the 
location that we want them to go to, that we're driving them to. And uh, that's very powerful because you're able to make data-driven decisions faster on campaigns. But in addition to that, we offer uh, search and keyword targeting, which deals with intent for people what are looking for right now. We offer YouTube, we, we do paid search, social, social display. Uh, so a ton, a ton of different uh, marketing tactics that are all designed to address like that full marketing funnel from, you know, that first inception all the way to the point of conversion. Yeah. I, uh, I, I heard about you guys like God, 10 years ago, probably. Yeah. Um, and I always liked the, the business model, how it was set up, uh, the technology, uh, and you're a direct service provider, which is important, I think, to know. We are. Yeah, we're, we're the source. I kind of I use the matrix reference because depending on who you work with your digital advertising, there can be multiple layers and each of those layers can add costs. And, and ultimately, the higher the cost, the, the better the performance needs to be. So because Simplify is the source, uh, you're able to get far more competitive rates on CPMs, uh, greater transparency on reporting and better capabilities. So, you know, it's kind of a win win. And, and that's why I love working for them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was also fascinating to find you here in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. So originally from California and, and have actually been in Louisville for, gosh, 13 years. Uh, live with my husband, my mom, who's 82, two dogs, two cats, uh, and have worked in the ad scene for quite some time. But yeah, Simplify is based out of Fort Worth, Texas, and they hired me specifically to focus on Kentucky and Tennessee's on agencies and brands and uh, have that adoption because the market is extremely competitive. And there are a lot of options. And, and unfortunately, money can disappear very quickly with digital advertising, if not careful. <laughs> Just like those Russian bots. How do you not leave your house with like aluminum foil on your head? Yeah. And, because it seems like nowadays everybody is tracking what you're doing. I, you know, I think we're on camera like dozens of times every day. I mean, we're, we're being watched. We're being listened to whether you realize it, whether you like it or not. And, and it all comes from like your smartphone, right? Like this device tracks everything, everywhere we go, everything we type, everybody we talk to. And while that data may be anonymized, it's still available, right? So, you know, you may hear, you may be talking about something with a friend or your wife, right? So we'll sit there, have a conversation and maybe, you know, Whitney's friend, they at work, they were talking about, I don't know, buying something from Walmart. And then we get on social media, TikTok, whatever the case may be, scroll, next ad we see is Walmart. Yes. Yeah, that's... uh, So how does that work? I mean, how does... So that's passive listening. Okay. Right? So if you think about your your Alexa device, Siri, uh, there's specific cues. Hey, Siri. Right? Like she's going to activate. She just activated. Uh, So it's always listening. Right? It's always listening. So that passive listening is looking for specific keywords to trigger the active listening. Um, but essentially those feeds are all aggregated and analyzed by AI, by bots, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, made available for advertisers to sell you that Tylenol or, um, whatever product you were just talking about. Right. Yeah. I just had a SMS message sent to me yesterday about a company I had, you know, like back in 2008, got absorbed in 2014. And I was talking with John on uh, zoom. Right. And we were just, I was like talking to him about like, yeah, that company's got still to this day, it's got equity. It's got something. And if I want to go fire it back up again, the EIN has, you know, money behind it that I can go borrow, pull out, whatever. Well, 
you know, within like the next morning, I get an SMS about some investor wanting to talk to me. <laughs> about, like that's the creepy thing. That's the thing. Like when I see a display ad, I'm like, ah, oh, I, I get that. Makes sense. But when I see an SMS, I'm like, oh, this is not, I don't like that. <laughs> like where does the line get crossed? Right. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. Where does like uh, targeted advertising become just overly invasive? Yeah. Yeah. And, right. Well, I mean, you're one of the good guys, right? So you, you do it. You help companies grow. Yeah. Doing it the right way. Correct. However, you have the, I'm going to call them the dark web guys yeah. that are doing it maliciously. Right. So how? what's the big way to separate from you guys doing it right and then the bad guys coming in and, and doing it the wrong way? Transparency. So, you know, if, if they don't want to show you where your ads are appearing or they don't want to disclose what they're actually paying for the ads, um, those are two red flags that... Um, should really send you running for the hills because um, over the years, the, the industry has faced a lot of fraud and Simplify has always made it a point to listen to what advertisers and agencies want. They want to increase transparency. So we've made it a point to disclose 100% of where every single ad is served and every single CPM uh, that we're serving. So transparency is, is important, traceability, and also previous results. Right. Like I look at uh, what's the retention rate. You know, that's the one thing I've noticed with Simplify is that customers uh, test us because the technology sounds exciting, but they continue to work with us because it works and we can track it. And it actually makes my job a lot easier um, because, you know, it's it's a no brainer. I was meeting with a client last night and they're just like, you know, everything's going so great. Service is great. Technology is great. <laughs> results are doing great. We're going to send you some more RFPs. And that's that's exactly, you know, what we hope to hear, because. I don't want to just take somebody's money. Right. I want to know that we're generating results that they can track and that I'm not having to sell them to. Right. I don't have to sell them results. The results should be definitive. Yeah. That's kind of like a philosophy at NerdBrand because, I mean, we, we've seen over the years like so much money wasted on, like Mitch calls it, shiny objects. Uh, just spend more money and run longer. Yeah. That's typically. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're just not spending enough. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Uh, so I think I'm the rest of today into my phone. I'm going to say, I want to win the Powerball. I want to win the Powerball. And maybe, maybe it happened. I'm curious what ads would be served because of that. Yeah. <laughs> it could be like investments or, or you know, how, yeah, how to get ahead. Right. Right. Because those, those keywords indicate, yeah. Yeah. One of the, I'll ask you one of these things, put you on a spot a bit. And it's, uh, it's in our list, I promise. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I've asked about like, can you explain geofencing versus targeting? But what I'm what I'm actually trying to get at is, there's been over the years, you know, geofencing is a very big buzzword. Sure. I mean, there's I, I've come across places that say, oh yeah, we sell geofencing, and then I look and it's like, um, that's a radio, it's a radio target. target. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Can you explain the difference between that and the polygon and, and sure. why that's different? So radial geofencing is is highly inaccurate, and that's where you're setting a specific radius, right? That's that's a broad area. Um, with our geofencing, you're actually drawing a precise polygon over like a Google map interface. And all of the data that we analyze, we validate for accuracy. So we're getting realistic counts within those locations. Um, and, and that technology, again, geofencing is able to be applied to both uh, homes as well as commercial businesses. Also, that radial targeting typically is just going to serve an ad to that mobile device that's crossed that boundary. And that's where it ends. Um, we're actually tagging that device at that particular location with our geofencing and then mapping that back to its home and all the other devices in it. So simply put, if I see you at a 
retail store. Mm -hmm. I can then serve you a video ad on your large screen smart television. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Um, so that's that goes back to Simplify being what we call a DMP, a data management platform, and a DSP and a, and a demand side platform. And the benefit to that is that because we ingest all the data ourselves and analyze it, we keep it separate, but um, is that we're able to connect the dots and all of our pipes fit together. Essentially, David Level, that was for you. Uh, <laughs> But because of that, we're able to connect all of the devices. And because of that, we're able to measure visits, offline visits, connect the dots uh, in real time. Yeah. I got a couple things I'll bring up because uh, I think you guys will like these, these two separate topics. Number one, to, that, to add on to that, that is going to become important with the, uh, because of OTT ads. And right. Disney and Netflix are launching now their ad platforms, ad-based platforms. So, yes. And I'm actually going to do it because I want to see the – I mean, we're advertised. We like to see the ads – uh, so I kind of want to see like what shows up on Netflix from as far as the ads go and Disney Plus, but that's right. Yeah. Netflix is adding an ad supported. Uh, mm -hmm. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. And there's been this explosion of OTT in in the sense of like uh, you know we follow Ryan Reynolds and what he does with MNTN, and they've mm -hmm. got a you know kind of it's I don't want to say DIY based because you shouldn't DIY this stuff because you'll blow a <laughs> lot of money. But uh, at the end of the day, that these things are becoming more and more available for people and businesses to place that media and start to track that. So it's almost like uh, trying to now avoid people thinking that, oh, it's just this one thing's going to do it. And it's like, no, it's got to be a, a concert of things. Well, that, to your point, Hulu is kind of like the, the shiny new toy, yeah. right? I want to serve on Hulu. I want my ass to be seen on Hulu. And we serve on Hulu and, and we can do a direct buy with Hulu, but that's really not what's best for the campaign because CTV or OTT is just another creative unit, just like a banner. Mm -hmm. And with Simplify, we get to leverage all of our different tactics. So search and keyword targeting, geofencing, addressable geofencing, right? Like we get to serve those ads on all of these different types of devices based upon um, what they're watching. So we're, we're agnostic uh, because viewing habits can be extremely skewed, right? Like somebody could watch a hunting show and then also watch Real Housewives. Mm -hmm. Well, you're going to miss that user on Real Housewives because you wouldn't expect them to watch that. So you're you're applying your bias and almost like a linear buying mindset to programmatic television, CTV, OTT, uh, whatever you want to call it. So the huge benefit to advertisers is the ability to leverage the programmatic approach to CTV and then leverage all the other audience data that's out there, whether that be predictive modeling, geofencing, first party, third parties, uh, whatever those audience segments are. But understanding that programmatically targeting their, their audience is a far better approach to CTV than saying, I want to serve on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. Right. So like on Netflix, if you went through mine, you wouldn't know what kind of advertisement do. You'd give me Victoria's Secret models in a loan. You know, it's, yeah. it's just that very... That's just very... Um, You're a diverse individual. You have yeah. a lot of different interests. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It'd be, it'd be Survivor mixed with Alone, uh, mixed with American Horror Story. Hmm. Love American Horror Story. What if you're like, you know, you could be into that or you could be into like, you know, also watching Selling the OC or whatever that real estate drama is. Um, I don't know what to call it. I don't know what... Drama. I don't, I don't know, know what genre drama. <laughs> I don't know what genre that is. <laughs> That, that is some weird, like, yeah, MTV grown up is now selling houses. I, yeah. It is. 
It's a mix. Yeah, houses for like $20 million. <laughs> well, and Netflix just re- released Dahmer uh, on a series on Dahmer, and I watched the first episode last night. It's terrifying. Is oh, it? my God, really? <laughs> yes. Huh. So my girlfriend is huge into the, the, like all the serial killers. and. Oh, she'll love it. Yeah. Well, Ryan Murphy uh, yeah, made from, it from um, American Horror Story, yeah. and Evan Peters plays Dahmer. Oh, God. Well, don't say Evan Peters. Well, yeah, it's Evan yeah, Peters. She yeah. has the biggest crush on Evan Peters. He he. Well, I think Ryan Murphy does too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, you want to hear another thing that's horrifying that's come out as of uh, this morning on the internet? So even Joe Rogan chimed in on this one. Um, so the CIA now has a podcast called The Langley Files, and the first episode dropped, and everybody's like, "Hmm, okay." Well, the the emphasis is that it's actually boring to work at the CIA. Do you think it's boring to work at the CIA? Yeah, Nick, you got to no. look. <laughs> No. 008 and 009 disagree. Area Area 51. It's like, I'm big into looking at conspiracy theories yeah. and seeing how, because, you know, somebody once told me it's not a conspiracy theory anymore when it's true. Yeah. So when you look at these conspiracy theories and everything, that's why earlier I said something about the aluminum hat. You know, you got those guys running around Area 51 with aluminum hats because they think the government can read their mind. Mm-hmm. However, it's not the government. It's our phones. It's everything yeah. else. So I guarantee you, they're more the majority of their audience is going to be those people. <laughs> right. <laughs> we could have an entire podcast on aliens, on ancient civilizations, and how the Earth was formed. Yeah, that's that's like at the top of my list. I watch a- ancient aliens way. Oh yeah. Too much. Yeah, you know, you notice he's he's kind of cut the hair back. It wasn't. It's not as tall as it. <laughs> he's trimmed the hedge. Yeah, and he's not as tan. Yeah, yeah, he's not as tan. Uh, more mellow, but yeah, I, I love that show. I'll, I'll be honest. That's I, I watch that too because uh, every now and then they like throw a theory out, and I'm like, well, and you know, it's just a theory. It's for me, it's like you. It's fun. Right. I don't go home and go like, look at that, you know, and get all worked up about. It. I'm just like, that's well, kind of entertaining. I, know, I never said I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, there's only like 400 billion planets, and you know, yeah. How long has the universe been around? I yeah. Mean, oh, they're they're having they're struggling right now because of uh, the James Webb Telescope. They're like, uh, we don't think the Big Bang Theory was a thing. Like that's now floating around as well. So everybody's like starting to get really mad. Well, newsflash, you're probably never going to figure out what happened. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Well, those theories, right? Yeah. Something that's very entertaining. <laughs> if you get a chance, listen to flat earthers versus the round earth and listen to them go back and forth. Oh, it's so funny. I bet that's entertaining. <laughs> oh, it's oh, so it is. funny. I, I've been terrifying. Yeah. Speaking of American horror stories. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Moonfall. Have you seen Moonfall? I started watching it. Okay, keep watching because it gets really good towards the end. It's a complete conspiracy about the moon being AI and and like it's it's it gets good. Wow, it gets really good. Well, oh. that that kind of goes back to what we were talking about yeah. before the podcast, and you know us just living uh, simulation. Simulation. Yeah. I yeah. I feel like who's ever playing my character up above is like getting a lot of coins or something because there's been times where I'm like this serendipity. I guess the word happens way too often. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, I want a new avatar. <laughs> oh my god from uh from dad bod to god bod right yeah exactly yeah well we hope everybody out there enjoyed this episode of the nerd brand podcast and if you've turned your phone off by now it's okay we completely understand we can relate to that uh but i want to thank our guests for being on the show today we actually have blown through like 20 minutes already goes fast. goes very fast. Yeah, it goes very, very fast. So uh, we want to thank everybody for listening. You can go and find us out on the internet at Nerd Brand Agency or go to nerdbrandagency.com slash podcast. 
Greg, tell them where they can find you and simplify. Yeah. Uh, website is simply.fi. And uh, I've been saying it wrong. <laughs> hey, that's right. And, and my name is Greg Mosley. You can find me on LinkedIn, you know, or you can find me uh, at Greg M at simply.fi. Okay. And Nick? Cinchit.com. Uh, and you can find me on LinkedIn, Nick Shepard. Um, I'm here for all your dark web needs. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound scary, but you know, it fits. <laughs> it fits. All right, everybody. Thank you out there for listening. And remember, keep your nerve brain strong.